0: Hello, hello, hello. This is another episode of the Mental Threads Podcast, episode 146. I'm sure it's 46 this time. (laughs) There's so many. Anyway, I'm here with my guest, Maya Chancellor, if you'd like to say something.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? It's here. I'm Maya. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you are Maya, indeed, and everything. Uh, Yeah, me and Maya actually met in the Year Up program and whatnot. We just went past our, was that the sixth week or the seventh week?
1: I think we, six weeks. It was okay, a six. six. Yeah. And then
0: we get a week off and then we get back for the seventh week and then the eighth week and then we're done.
1: Right. Yeah. That, it went by so fast. You say it did like it, that.
0: Did it really? I mean, it kind of went fast right <laughs> at this point, but it was kind of like a struggle No. <laughs> I was at the hospital, me. I was working at a warehouse in between. It was just, there was a lot going on in the background.
1: Oh, wow. So you were working in between doing a uh, year up as well.
0: Yeah, first, but since I left my last job and then my last last job, this -hmm. has been just me just focusing on Europe only at this point because you know just let me just put my energy in this and just see what it has to show me the following year. Because my friend, like I know you've heard, you've seen my presentation, like my friend literally got a project a coordinator job just because of Europe, you know?
1: Yeah, of course. So it's like you really can go far with this. So
0: yeah, man, he didn't even graduate from university, the same university we went to.
1: No. Yeah. like i knew
0: him before we went to university but it's like he was there for like one year then he left and then he like now he's like a project coordinator
1: wow see yes. see how far you can go with this that's why i'm staying with it here
0: yeah no seriously like see he <laughs> went from being a chef to being a whole coordinator <laughs> like that's in crazy. the same company which is crazy so 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 very crazy but in regards to the euro program how you feeling about it so far because i know we got the accelerate program only like a couple weeks and everything but how you feel about it all together
1: um actually it's been really great um I feel like I've learned a lot so far but I also I feel like it's been like you said kind of hectic rushed a little bit so it's a lot of uh information to learn in um six weeks or eight weeks so but I'm loving it still like I said I'm gaining so much knowledge from this and then also to see where people who have like gone off and taken this further it's very motivating
0: I'm very motivated by the scrum master, the 19-year-old scrum master. What was her name? Sankara Sharp.
1: Yes, who bought her own house.
0: Yeah. Yes. At 20, I couldn't even imagine how old Like she. I, I know maybe that probably would have been the thing, like, maybe back in the 1990s, maybe 1980s. But it's, I don't know, nowadays, like, I feel like things are just way too expensive. Like, to know that you actually bought a whole house mm-hmm. and everything, I'm like, man, now that's, that's motivating just... me. Like, wow, I could really change my life.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: All I got to do is be in the right place and in the right time and actually have the right mindset, but also have like an ambition too, because she was right out of high school and now she bought her own house. <laughs> so
1: That's what's crazy is like, she didn't know what to do. She tried Europe and it worked out so much that she got a house. That's no. all you need to hear.
0: <laughs> all you need to hear for sure. That's why I really need to get on that whole Scrum Master thing like, once we get mm-hmm. off, I, I hope that you can be able to everybody in the cohort could be able to help me get in and everyone else in the cohort is so like helpful and like cool and chill like i feel like everybody gets along so generally like there's no issues or nothing
1: exactly i feel like because we are all um like we all have like a goal of wanting to further ourselves i think everybody's just really chill laid back and they're all taking it seriously but they know you know we're all still humans and i think that's also how europe kind of set it up so
0: yeah, for mm-hmm. real? I know, like when I got into Europe and everything, I just I don't know. I just got a random phone call out of nowhere, and then it's just like <laughs> something about Europe, and I'm okay. Yeah, sure, I'll try. it Like they signed up for. It, I can't even remember signing up. For it. I know, right? <laughs> Might have been an ad. Do you remember signing up for Europe?
1: No, and then like you said, I got like a random call, and then I got a text, and I was like, "Who is this? Okay, sure."
0: <laughs> and now we're here,
1: right? And now we're here, exactly.
0: Getting so familiarized with each other and everything. You didn't make it to game night, right? At Crystal's house? No,
1: I was sick. I wasn't feeling good. I'm so sad I missed it. I, that's why I asked her, like, when are we meeting out again? And she said, I think um Charlotte is going to try to plan something. So hopefully. Some people said they wanted to hang out maybe around New Year's Eve. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I was talking about it with Corey and everything. Because me and Corey went to the same high school. I don't know if people know that.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, we went to Queens Grant. We're not very happy about that. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I understand. I yeah, understand. Yeah, which is it was a weird charter school and everything. But everybody's just generally chill and everything yeah. because it's just like yeah. When we're at Game Night at uh, Crystal's, all, I didn't know what to expect. I know I was like, I think I was the third person to show. I think mm-hmm. Leanne and uh, Aaron was there, and then we were just we just I just pulled up. I think I was the third person. And we were just kind of chilling for everybody else. I thought I was coming in late because I was like 20, 30 minutes. I wanted to go get some Bojangles beforehand, you know, just in case. <laughs> just, just in case. case you know, just, yeah. like, let me not be hungry while I'm there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like you know. Of but it, it was it was all chill vibes. They're playing a little bit of some music. We're just playing board games, Uno, uh, the regular. I think uh, Aaron had his own uh, board game, like, card game. I don't know what it was. Something about lying. I, I don't know what it was. But everybody was just getting along. <laughs> everybody was just chilling. I was, Like, the time just kind of flowed by so quickly that you didn't even realize it.
1: Huh. It, right, I know, and that's how everybody feels. So I know I'm. I was sad I missed that. So I'm glad to like, uh, know that everybody had a good time and they want to do it again. So I'm excited. I
0: mean, after the whole year program, so I can see us still hanging out with each other. To be honest, of course.
1: No, I feel the exact same way.
0: Which is weird because it's like we only met each other like a couple weeks ago, but it feels like I get along with almost more people than most people that are in Charlotte and whatnot. But it's just, is that, like,
1: right, and then some of them aren't from Charlotte. I think that's also part surprising. of it. Mm-hmm.
0: But Crystal's from New York, I think. Yeah, so it's like she's still trying to find herself here in Charlotte
1: mm-hmm. and
0: whatnot. So she's like, I guess, like, well, I guess, I feel like that's why she was kind of ambitious to kind of get us to like kind of shut at her house and everything. After like we were at um. At the whole when uh, we're doing that whole uh, you know what I mean the whole networking event with the board games and stuff, right? Yeah, so I feel like she was kind of inspired by that. I feel like she just wants to socialize more, which um which really isn't as hard as people think it is in this day and age. You know, mm-hmm. like I know I'm in two uh group chats for Charlotte like on Groovy right now, like like for twenty four year olds and plus, and it's just I think I dropped the link in the group chat. I don't know if y'all uh, tapped in or not. But it's like, it's really just everybody just, they just have an event all the time. I never show up because I'm always busy. <laughs> but <it's just> cool. <laughs> but you loud. know,
1: you have it there. That's what matters.
0: Yeah. But I, <laughs> I have interacted with them until like, I even had them on the podcast too. Like, we're having it right now. But I met someone, I met them in person and stuff. It's just cool. So I think one of the guys, I think, got into a bit of an accident. I need to call him like soon. But it's just yeah. the
1: date. Go this check is like on the, huh? I said, go check on him, T.
0: Oh no, I did. I texted him. Like we already texted. I just haven't called him. That's the thing. <laughs> like, I feel like when you call people, it just sounds a little bit more uh, concerning. But it's just, it is what it is. But you, you know, it can be. Um, I don't know. Like days seem a lot shorter now, don't it?
1: They do. Or actually, you know what? I don't know about that with Europe. They feel longer.
0: You really think so? I feel like it'd be shorter because after the whole Europe thing, like it's just it's automatically night. Like. like like, yeah. even, like, dude, after Friday forum, I just wanted to go get pizza, like, and then it was two o'clock, and then it was just, like, uh, then I want to put gas in my car, and uh, I do some other things, and then next thing you know, like, it's close to 5, 20, like, you know, it's just getting, it's getting dark and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's the part that bothers me. Once it gets dark, my body's like, oh, it's time for you to go to sleep, like, it's time to go to bed
0: yeah and <laughs> like, what happened like now what the whole week's just over like i was wondering how i was going to make it through this week to get to like the following week where we don't have to do more europe stuff and everything and now it's just like okay well like so what this year is just is uh just closing out fast like that that's that's kind of scary ain't it?
1: right it is it really is
0: this is a fast year very very fast year i don't know what's up this we're in an accelerated program. I felt like it was an accelerated year. Right.
1: <laughs> it pushed us forward fast, I so will say that.
0: Oh yeah, surely. Um, so it's like generally you pretty much get along with the whole Euro program. And it's just like, you know, if you were to choose an internship, where you think about heading no, like probably Bank of America or LPN? Um,
1: if I had to choose a uh, internship.
0: Yeah. Mm. If I had to choose, I'd choose Sony. but it's like they you know, Charlotte doesn't sponsor Shark. Oh, good not.
1: point. I would choose um Spotify and that's in California, so
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always bet.
1: Hey, don't ever put it past you though. You might do good with where you um where you do intern at
0: and then and go somewhere else.
1: hmm They might be able to make it over there. So that's my vision. I see.
0: Yeah, this whole internship thing came at the right time for real, man. Mm. It's like I feel like not only will I have an internship the following year. I mean they said this one moment they say the stipend's gonna be six hundred a week and the next time they say it's gonna be three hundred. I was kind of hoping it was six hundred, but it was like, right. yeah. I really don't have to get like a if I had to get a part time job, like let me not get a part time job. I gotta put like hella hours on, you know.
1: Right, exactly
0: like let's just be just okay just some extra money just a little bit of an assist type thing but uh, <laughs> it's just hard to manage man it's, it is so tough to manage it and is it, it can be a little bit but generally like it just I really like the people in Europe like even like the mentors mm-hmm. like Dr. J and like uh, Skibler like, everybody's like cool and everything
1: yeah that's the other great part is that um the staff is really cool like it's some of them I've connected with further or I just have just conversations with, like I've known them forever. Mm. And so that's a really great part. That really helps.
0: Yeah. I've never really
1: had that somewhere. So now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, no, seriously. And it's like everyone seems like so genuine. Like they're not like trying to be like, oh yeah, like like you know, I have CMS teachers kind of be sometimes they're just like mm-hmm. you know, whatever with it, you know, like I feel like they're actually focused on us de- developing and actually wanting us to develop. So it's like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm making a very good uh decision sticking with Europe and everything. Although like the infractions for me, like from being like late just you know just missing a day, were just kind of being concerning for a little while, but I feel like I can still make it through. Like I feel, yeah. I, feel I think I think, think Doctor J like said, like I I, I got an internship already. She doesn't know what company, so I just gotta keep it up for the next uh, two weeks and just let like, take it from there. I know the XO uh pre assessment were kind of crazy though.
1: Oh my gosh. I got stuck on Monty. I yeah. got stuck.
0: <laughs> you stuck on the VLOOKUP one?
1: Um, Yes. That's the one that tripped me. And then you know what? I was stuck on it for so long and all I had to do was change one letter.
0: Yeah. No, seriously. It was so <laughs> scary. Because I'm just like, oh snap, what do I do? <laughs> we were reviewing earlier that day, but it's just like, we forgot to go over VLOOKUP. I feel like that would have saved. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what was going to be on there. Like Pivot tables was nothing for me. But as soon as I saw the one to V up, I'm like, oh that's scary. I know. I made it through though, which is crazy uh, and everything. So I'm happy about that. But anyway, back yeah. and focusing on you and everything. Like uh, I know you did your whole uh, morning uh motivation. How long did it take you to get that slideshow together?
1: Um, to be honest, uh I've been working on that for like the past week.
0: Past week. It took your whole yes. week, is
1: it? Yeah, I don't know why. Um I was going between, like, I was, I didn't know, like, what template I wanted to use or how I wanted to design it and what I wanted to talk about. So it took me a a minute.
0: Yeah, man, it was, it was crazy. I mean, I don't know. I make PowerPoints like all the time growing up and everything. So it's just like, it wasn't really so much an issue of like what to talk about. But like, for my issue, it was like, I was talking, like, I added too much stuff. I barely read the rubric. So it's just, I just assumed, like, I didn't even compare it with other people. I just thought it was something I could just get done, yeah, you know, and just be on my way. Right. Like my, the first draft of my uh motivation presentation it was like fifty slides long. <laughs> and I didn't even realize. I just thought like man, i was just gonna spend a little bit of time, just tap, 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 and then just show the pictures and everything. Oh, but it's wow. like yeah, I had to shorten it to ten slides, which I thought was gonna be difficult, but I, I managed to get it done.
1: No, it was really great. I loved your um your presentation
0: okay cool thanks I, I i like i just yeah it's just i feel like everybody's presentation was pretty well and good yes. and everything like it's just like you know i had to put some time in mind so i had to make sure i got everything out you i really like yours i was like it really alluded to like i and radio and everything and pretty much show like your love for music and so we really kind of really really kind of had me excited for this episode for sure i mean, i know people listen like oh, are they going to talk about music yet but it's like <laughs> Yeah, I just thought it was, like, pretty cool and everything and whatnot. Uh, but uh, transitioning in and everything, I had to go into your background. You're pretty much uh, born and raised in Charlotte, right?
1: Yes, born and raised. One of the very few, I feel.
0: In uh, Europe program or just in Charlotte in general?
1: In Charlotte in general. Um, I feel like a lot of people in Charlotte are from other places when I meet them.
0: Yeah, I know. It's crazy. No, mm-hmm. seriously. I talk about that all the time on past episodes and everything. It just seems like a lot of folk be like you know just just freaking just be from chicago or from florida or right
1: random places
0: yeah new york is the main place i feel like a lot of people Mm. are coming from which is like crazy and everything like it's just but it's like yeah i was actually born and raised in charlotte too oh wow okay hello brother (laughs) 98 february 98 and everything um yeah born and raised i went to catholic school um and i started presbyterian preschool and then a catholic school private school for elementary and then i went to like uh, middle school and ballantime plantations that was not fun uh <laughs> it sounds
1: just, that sounds like not fun
0: yeah very <laughs> not fun it was good the first two years but then the last year got really really bad and then it Ooh. was just then i went to it then my mom's maybe go to like a charter school in matthews and then i was just like was, ugh, man and we had no gym, we had no. We ain't had no gym, we ain't had no uh, library, we ain't had no clubs. It was just, it was a really small charge.
1: What, do- what were y'all doing then? I- yeah, <laughs>
0: the absolute most. People just beefing over dumb stuff. Like, it was just, it was just a weird mixture of, like, bad CMS kids and preppy uh, white kids. So it was just like, uh, yeah, that's the kind of school me and Corey went to. Everybody, I feel like we, we can agree that most people from that place during our time was, like, borderline retarded.
1: Whatever. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! <laughs> You're
0: so annoying, but everything. Uh, but what schools did you go to?
1: Um, I actually went to uh for elementary. I went to JH Gunn.
0: Mm.
1: Um, for middle school, I went to Northeast Middle School, and then right around the corner is Independence, where I went for high school.
0: Oh, so when you graduated from Independence?
1: Oh, I'm about to shock you. Um, because you just shocked me saying uh February '98. Um. <laughs> I graduated from um, Independence in 2011.
0: What? What? Mm. Yes.
1: That is crazy.
0: I would have known so we Was, was it just like an early graduation? Like, were you looking like super smart? No.
1: No. That was normal going through school.
0: Wow. That is yeah. crazy. You graduated from Independence before I even left uh, my middle school. Oh, wow yeah that is that is crazy that, i mean i, I don't know uh, damn i don't know what to say i mean that's that's crazy.
1: <laughs> it's okay i said i was gonna shock you
0: i mean yeah but it's like, i don't want to say anything like a vessel it's just like i just like oh God. <laughs> I'm saying, do i say black don't cry like i don't know
1: <laughs> right no honestly it really doesn't
0: it really really does i would assume like you were way younger i thought maybe you probably graduated like high school in like 2018 or something like that
1: oh i'll appreciate that i'll start saying that from now on
0: <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> don't, don't. It, it is what it is, but I mean, okay. Um, so after a high school in the belt, where where did you go after that? Do you, you consider going to college, or you just t- 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 uh, to go on?
1: College. So at that point, like really, when I graduated, I did not know what I wanted to do. Um, Dang. so I was trying community college. Um, I went to uh CP CPCC,
0: which is crappy.
1: Crappy. I never. I've taken so many courses there, and I've never finished because it's just—it's so hard to. Yeah, and so um. And that's
0: where all like the all the bad kids from CMS all end up at, like all the kids. It is,
1: it's so bad up there. It's, like that's the worst the of the hard. worst
0: kids, and then they just end up at CPCC. Right. So taking like better. one class. It's better to <laughs> take online classes on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but like so, like you just with CPCC, you just constantly taking classes and it just wasn't working out.
1: So it was more of like, um, like my first, what I wanted to do at first, um, I believe it was like in the medical field. Mm. Um, and it just wasn't for me. Like I couldn't even get past the, um, terminology test. Like even that was stumping me up. So I was like, you know what, this is not for me. Mm. And then, so, um, just actually a couple years ago, I forgot when, I want to say around like 2018, is when I started to look more into like the business side, but I didn't know what I wanted to do at that point. Mm-hmm. So I took a couple business classes, but I didn't really do anything with it. And then um, that's pretty much it. It was just me just trying to figure everything out. And then surprisingly, I didn't need college, at, at you know, <laughs> for some of the stuff that I've already started to do. So, and especially oh. for, with Europe or finding Europe was really cool for me.
0: Okay, well, that's cool, man. That's cool that you found your way and it wasn't too much pressure. I mean, I know from my transition from high school to college, it was a stressful one because I was still hanging with the same circle group yeah. of people, though it's just like not good for me at all and everything. So I just all I used to do as soon as I went to CBCC, I just smoke weed all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I i would still go to class and everything and still study. Like, I was still all my stuff, but it's like you right. know, the chemistry. It was just I just didn't know what I was doing. Cause I was I was trying to go into pharmacy because that's what my mom said I should do cause oh they'll make so much money, blah blah blah. But yeah. I don't know chemistry, so, like, Exactly. That no was
1: chemistry. me. My mom told me with the medical field, you'll make good money, blah the same thing, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm just like, it's not for me.
0: It's just not. Some people can actually like, you know, keep up with all the medical stuff, but it's like I just yeah. I just I don't know. It's like I love I would wanted to be a doctor when I was in elementary school because that's when I just thought I had the capacity for it. You know, and I was really interested in reading all types of books about the body, like cells and everything. I would just read the little itty-bitty kid books and stuff. And I thought, oh, wow, this is so interesting. Oh, I'm so interested. <laughs> and then it's just like, but then over time, it's like gained other interests. Like, I like music. I like writing poetry. I was more poetic. I was more artistic. You know, like, I really like drama class, you know, middle mm-hmm. school. I, I really had a knack for it, although I only took it once in middle school, which is crazy. I wish I would have took it for three years straight and everything. And then it's like, maybe I would have been up the curve in, in terms of, like, really, like, you know, trying to getting my acting career started and whatnot. Like, I wish I would have went to Northwest High School. That really would have set me on the right track. But, you know, it's just, it is what it is. You can't really complain. You know, it's all God's plan and stuff. And then it's just, yeah. like, you know, with with CP, um, So you hear anything in the background?
1: Oh, no, you're good.
0: Uh, Sorry, it's, it's my dog, Winer. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Jeez. He's like, attention, please. I need it.
0: Oh. Just jump on my bed and try to chew tomorrow. Like, <laughs> here. The first thing he did was find more food. But yeah, it's fine. Um. Anyway, yeah, it's just like CPCC was just. It was a. I feel like it was a much needed for my development, man. Because I really need to cut a whole lot of people off, and everything. Like I, I was failing like uh my second semester uh, because I was falling out with people and everything. And then it was just like, you know, I had to leave CPCC and I had to go to Rowan and Cabarrus and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's why I started, like, going the business route, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was was messing up hard at CP. I didn't know what to do. Like, nothing at all. Like, it's just like, this class wasn't working. I was failing. My GPA was horrible. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, you know, I was starting off strong and I just went completely back I barely showed up to class and everything else. Falling out with people. People was beefing me. People I didn't even know. And it was just I just I just don't want to deal with it no more. So it's just like I got on that that car and I just went straight to Ronacabarras and I was just it was just every time I was just bumping Childish Gambino all my songs and everything. I song. <laughs> but yeah, Childish Gambino really carried me that 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 one time. Like Childish Gambino and then uh, I think it was Nipsey Hussle. Who who else was I listening to around that time? I think it was like a little bit Tyler the Creator here. So it was just. I was hey, talking hey. in between all types of genres and stuff, but J. Cole especially. J. Cole, Childish Gambino, Isaiah Rashad, yeah, was definitely on my playlist. Um, Who else? Like, I I, I want to just go back <laughs> to my Instagram story. Cause I, I would always post what I was listening to her on that time. But it was just, uh, yeah, man, I just had to leave it to God's hands. So I'm like, man, please guide me to, to go where I had to go. And I was just taking these, like, uh, these, I was just trying to gain all my credits. So i just taking general classes, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Uh, I was doing better, so much better. I could be able to uh, transfer to a university. I went to UNCC. Uh, no, not UNCC. Uh, NCCU. I NCCU, North Carolina Central University, and like I graduated uh, top of my class because yeah, I chose yeah. to go the business route. You know.
1: Okay. So you still worked out for you. you worked out. That's good to hear.
0: Yeah, in a sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole story, like I was, this year's been crazy for me. I I graduated twenty twenty one, so it's just like. Yeah, I thought things were gonna get smoother, but I don't. I want to go deeper, deep on my side with it. But it's just like you know, in regards to the whole CPCC thing, man. It's just like you really have to rebuild yourself and really go your own way if you want to make it out this city. Because it's just like it's just it's towns kind of like mad negative. If you grew up here, it's mad negative. If you just came down here, it's like a playground because nobody
1: right
0: bond. are trying to like bring up old stuff about you and blah blah, and then talk about you like they know you and they don't even know you. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, right. That's how it is when you grow up, you know, and you stay, like, where you are.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's different here in Charlotte. Like, it's, like, it's weird. Like, people would really, like, drag, like, high school, middle school beef, like, up until they... Oh, they're- yeah,
1: they will. They will. They definitely will.
0: Like, I feel like if people can have a disagreement or whatever in a fight, like, that, they'll leave it, like, the next year. But it's, like, y'all be dragging stuff for, like, years. <laughs> Like it'd be it'd be strange, but it's not even just that. But just also just like the people who interact with you the least talk the most, mess about you here in Charlotte. And I feel like that's one of the main things I really dislike about uh, Charlotte whole. It's just like it, we're an underdog city, but it's like at the same time, it's just be like you know. I feel like people do the absolute most here. You know, like it's just like you don't need to do that to be to fit in or have friends or a lot right. of things. So you don't have to like be cruel to people. Uh, backstab your friends, talk mess, gossip. You don't need to do that to have a fun time. Like, you can just, yeah. you can really. Decide.
1: You're really you're correct on that. I completely understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, man. But it's i in regards to from CPCC, what things did you had to? What did you uh focus on after CPCC? Like after you decided to leave CPCC?
1: Um, i mo- mainly focused on uh my music, uh-huh. um. It was something, or really, honestly, I got, like, it was just, like, job to job after that, I would say, and um, just in between, I would work on my music, Um, and then, honestly, with that, it was something where I didn't even notice it was getting as big as it was with the music. I didn't pay attention to it, and I just happened to check it one day, and it was just, like, oh, wow, maybe I should really start working on these more, <laughs> so, um, yeah. It was just, like I said, job to job, trying to just figure out what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go with it.
0: Yeah, no, that's really, really cool, man. Like, mm-hmm. for real. It's like, you mostly just DJ and just uh, chopped and screw, like, your songs that you love and everything of that nature?
1: Yeah, so, um, a lot of my, like, DJing would just be, uh, like, me from home at first. Um, I did, a, like, some radio shows, um. I've done, I think that's pretty much it, like, you know, interviews like this as well in the past, and then did some, um, like, mixes for certain people, so just a little here and there, Um, but I didn't start DJing in person until, like, this year.
0: Wow, so you didn't start Mm -hmm. DJing until recently, huh?
1: Yeah, like, live, I haven't done that until this year.
0: Oh, well, you know, we had to come out of, like, a pandemic and everything, so I was just like. Yeah, that was the
1: hard part, that was really the hard part.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, y'all did. You did radio shows and everything too. It's crazy that you're not even boastful about this stuff. I would have never known this stuff. But yeah. I always talk like, about, my podcast or my mixtape and everything. You're just bringing up. Right, I
1: know. That's why I'm like, there's so much. Um, no, I love the, your confidence in that, and that is inspiring to me to be able to just be like, yeah, I do this. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna start doing that too. I'm gonna start just telling people like, yeah, I um have a SoundCloud. Here it is. When you showed yours, I was like, okay, that makes me feel comfortable to show mine. So,
0: yeah, I mean, you got to put it out there, man. It's just yeah. like, that's how you get more people interested. And I wanted to get more interviews. So it's like, I tell people I do a podcast or else how they even know. Exactly. Like, I even got, I even talked to this one girl at Jangles on the way to Crystal's party when I was at Bojangles. <laughs> and it's just like, I followed her on social media, just showed her my Instagram page and everything. And like, not that she was interested in getting on the podcast too and everything because mm-hmm. she was she was trying to head to the navy pretty soon so it's just like you know, i just want to ask her about uh what's her motivations with that it's like the crazy thing about the format of my podcast is more people focus and everything mm-hmm. so like, when they tell me something i just relate with them as either a similar experience or something like that nature you know like i i actually do care when i talk you know like, it's not just, like, I just listen and everything. I just want to hear what people's uh, backgrounds and, like, what motivates them and stuff of that nature. So, it's just, like, it's just, it just comes, I don't want to say easy to me because it's still, like, uh, I had to work very hard to get to 146 episodes, you know, one to 46. And then it's just, like, on top of the trying to see guy episodes. Sometimes you see people, they get annoyed and everything. Like, hey, I thought you said we are going to meet up today. And it's like, oh. And, you know, switch up. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you
1: have your moments you got your moments in there you got your it's okay but you made it to 146 and that's crazy
0: yeah maybe like an hour long like, to, like, for each episode like just having like the patience to talk to someone for a whole hour
1: mm-hmm. and everything which
0: really nothing to me but for the next person maybe not a whole lot you know it's just
1: exactly it's just, but no it works for you i think you're great at this
0: yeah i mean i'm okay i don't i wouldn't say i'm great 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 but i'm getting somewhere for sure like i feel like the more i do it the more uh i get better at it you oh know, while uh,
1: you're in my zoom with me in this interview you're gonna own it you're doing great at this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, uh, I'm, it's nice to know that someone uh, thinks well. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, for the whole uh, radio show uh, situation, hold on, hold on okay, cool, I only got about like uh, ten minutes. So it's like for the whole radio show uh, situation. Uh, what inspired you to get into do the whole radio show? And how many episodes do you have so far?
1: Um, so I it wasn't um, my personal radio show. I should start my own now that you just said it like that. I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> uh, it was more of um. A friend of mine, her name is Jordan. Uh, she really inspired me to do everything, pretty much the past uh two years, three years, I would say, um, of really boosting my music and getting everything out there. Um, but she has her own radio show, and she would invite me on as a guest. And she has a bunch of listeners, and she's really popular. So once they heard what I did, they wanted. To, so I had some people reach out and want me to do like a mix for them for their radio show. So. It was really cool to be able to be, like, a part of her journey and then also have my own at the same time.
0: Okay, and what's the difference between a radio show and a podcast? It's just, like, well, you only get on certain times of the day, or is it just, like, the only talk, like, one time? Like, what's the difference?
1: Yeah, so um, with radio shows, you have slot times. So, uh, yeah, so, like, um, Jordan, she's actually really popular on NTS radio, and that's an international radio. Uh, um, And so she'll like just have time slots that she does it's usually the same time um but she'll just like either pick when she wants to do a certain day or they'll give her a schedule like every Sunday or every sun in last Sunday of the month we want to mix from you
0: oh mm-hmm. okay so it's like a weekly thing or the- a daily thing
1: for her I think it was monthly
0: oh really she has to do it just monthly and she gets a- and it's popular like that
1: well, she it got that popular, T. Um, before that, it was like every week or every other week. And then once she kind of got to the point where she was really good at it and cool with the people, you know, she can she kind of has her own schedule.
0: Wow, that is yeah. that's actually quite amazing. That's cool. That gives me hope. So she doesn't have like a whole lot of episodes,
1: huh? Um, She actually does just a pretty good amount. Um, It's not that much because I think she just started not too long ago. Mm. Um, but what she does is just really popular. So,
0: Yeah, man. One of my biggest uh, thresholds that I'm going to be focused on after I finally reach 150 is like I really have to really focus on uh, finding a way to get my podcast out there, like way, way out there. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe get blogs out there. I want to <laughs> just focus on the content. So that when people actually look through the descriptions of the episodes and everything, they could be like, oh, wow, okay, I see that like, this is a cool episode. I would relate to this. Or it's like, oh, he interviewed a police officer. Or, oh, he interviewed an educator. You know, like there's something for everybody. Right. <laughs> To really, uh, get into you know, in terms of really like you know, understanding it uh, to a certain degree. Although, a lot of these like uh, episodes are kind of trapped in certain times because some of them will be like, Oh, yeah, we're talking about homecoming coming up, or something. we're doing this coming up, and then like, so it's just like, you know, I feel like I could, that's like another concern to me. It's just like, okay, what are they, what is like, you know, I do an episode and mention something that's already passed or done that's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you, it's April
1: 2021,
0: so it's just like, you know. But it's like I guess I don't really sweat it really as much. I was like, okay, like let me just give them something to like listen to or like put it on the right. back.
1: Like, don't don't stop. I feel like that's kind of where she was at or where I was at. Um, like you said, I have, or I think uh, two hundred and fifty six tracks. I believe you asked me mm-hmm. um, on my SoundCloud. That's not from like if you notice or if you get on like on it with um the computer. A lot of them say like eight years ago, seven, six years ago like it's Mm. it's this is something it's the top song that you listen to I know you know what um was from eight years ago
0: oh okay
1: and it's a top track now so it's like (laughs) you Mm. gotta give people time like once they find something of yours and they'll they'll want to just keep listening to more
0: oh yeah most definitely surely I feel like you know that's just it's just one of those things. Um, you just gotta consider. It's just that you just gotta keep shipping away until you get somewhere with it. And what's it like? Which I don't want to say it's tough, but it's just it can be very taxing on like one's own patience, you know, and everything. Because it's like you know, my goal for next year, like I mentioned on a couple episodes, to try to drop at least fifty songs, and I haven't dropped the, any uh, projects since twenty twenty one, and everything because all the financial situation I got into just this year. So it's just like you know. Um, once I get this uh, internship and also do some things on the side and everything, um, right. I just feel like this upcoming year just kind of just focus on just um, just really doing the things that I wanted to do this year. Um, and it's just like you know, podcasts is one thing, but also dropping 50 songs was like another thing I wanted to do this year, but I couldn't do it, so it's like I just had to push it off for next year and stuff so it's like I'm just really uh, I'm really a fan of just like setting up goals for myself and then trying to hit them as much as I can but also speaking <laughs> into existence a whole lot so it's like the more mm-hmm. you're speaking into existence the more you're more focused on trying to make it happen you know and that's, just, that's just how I see it you know I said oh I'm going to I'm gonna get to 150 I got to get to 150 I'm trying to do this so I can get to 150 you know what I'm saying So it's right. like- I know
1: I, I completely understand where you're coming from and yes yeah, it's, it is it's trying on the patience man I understand that um because I I didn't even see myself being in the spot that I'm in Mm -hmm. right now I really thought maybe a couple people would listen to it and i would be like okay great Mm -hmm. I didn't even yeah (laughs) so it's like and then to think about it like really eight years ago like I couldn't (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's all a crazy time and um but yeah you just got to be patient with it I would say I try not to, I think my thing was, I try not to think about it too much. Mm. Yeah. So I would just like, if I drop a track, I drop it. I try not to think about it too much. I just let it be and I let it sit with everyone. And then I'll try to come back maybe a couple of days later or like a week later and I'll check on it, just to see how it's doing. And sometimes it's doing really good. Sometimes it's not, it doesn't, you know, I try not to let the ones that are doing bad, like brush me off, like, you know, make me upset, I just use that as like, okay, well, I'll just do another better one next
0: time. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, because it's like, you never know, like, it's just like how far you have to chip away to see like the changes and everything. I I didn't think I would have so many followers on SoundCloud myself and everything like, you know, or somebody uh, listens on my SoundCloud song. This is like my first uh, project. So it's Mm -hmm. just like you know, like I just want to get more engagement, maybe start building a fan base. It's just like well, just you just gotta focus on doing what's need to be done in order to really see at your goals through. Uh, But we'll speak discuss more about this in part two and everything since we're getting past a whole uh, five minute time limit and everything. I'm gonna just end the recording. We'll continue it in part two. Yes, episode one hundred forty six, part two, with Maya Chancellor. All right, um, as we're speaking in the last one, I know um, we were talking, what were we talking about again? We we're talking about just um, we're basically transitioning into your whole. I'm interested in uh, doing um not blogs, radio shows. Yeah,
1: radio shows. Yes, I'm sorry, I was like following along with you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's just it was a little bit of time in between. But anyway, uh, yeah, in regards to uh, radio shows and basically on the difference, I, I know you had some interest, and you said you wanted to do your own radio show too.
1: Maybe in the future, um, there might be something I might venture into.
0: Okay, would you consider doing a podcast by any chance?
1: Um, same thing. Maybe something I'll venture into at some point. I feel like I'm going to put my hands in everything at that, you know, eventually.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad thing to do, to be honest. it's You got to keep yourself sharp, for sure, and mm-hmm. everything. I know down the line, I want to write me a book. Sure. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I already got a whole couple of storylines thought out and everything and stuff. Like, I, I would definitely consider dropping, like, a book. Uh, I'm thinking about, like, my goal, if I could probably drop one book, i will probably drop up to, like, eight, you know?
1: I'm just saying. right of course hey yeah keep going
0: <laughs> Just keep on going that's for sure oh hold up uh, hold on. oh dang sorry like i'm just i just kind of scrolled through i think i saw something i was trying to check the time and i saw that the jury has reached a verdict in toy lane's assault trial and the verdict to be read soon
1: oh wow okay
0: damn that's gonna be crazy yeah, but I try yeah. to keep myself like hands off in regards to things like that and try to be biased. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like this stuff has been going on for like literally two years.
1: Exactly. That's the um, crazy part that I noticed. And yeah, I'm the same way. I try to just like, I've been staying to myself about it. I'm just waiting to see what the verdict is.
0: Yeah, because I feel like people are just taking too many sides in regard to that whole Tory and Meg Thee situation. Like, I don't interview one girl about it, like, uh, I think uh, in my first season. It's mm-hmm. completely against Tory. <laughs> it's just like, like, dude, you weren't there though. Like, it's just like you know, like, I just try to be indifferent about it and you know, just like, I oh, yeah, just let them decide whatever because we never know until we know. But this is the same system where it's like people could literally, like, you know, get framed for stuff they didn't do and stay in prison for decades over it. You know, and yeah, it's yeah. you know, that happens so many, that a little bit more often than we're willing. To like, yeah, uh, you really consider. So it's just like I don't know. It's just. Well, so I think not, you.
1: I think you think on like if you were a juror, you know what I mean. I mean,
0: I'm not a juror or anything, but just, just in general, just like, just for any situation, just anything that's not your business, just, just being different about it, and then just let time reveal what time has to reveal because accusing people of stuff they didn't do, or like, it's accusing of people of something, and the chances that they didn't do it makes me a lot more f- foolish and like, if they did do it, like, you got the and you got it right, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather be indifferent in regards to, like, you know, hanging on a side that's just, you know, that I'm not too sure of, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, no. I, I get just,
1: you. Like,
0: I just feel like a lot of people in Charlotte do that, and it's just, like, you know, like, let's just... It just cut back from that, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, mm-hmm. enough about that. Anyway, mm-hmm. I to speak more about your time at iHeartRadio. I know you've mentioned a whole lot about it in your presentation. So it was basically like a job, right?
1: Yeah, so um, it was an internship, but yeah, it was basically a job. Um, it was, what I did was, um, usually when I went in, I would either be on a event or I'd be in the office um, helping out. So yeah, it was it was a it was a job I had what well, oh. with other jobs.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. But how'd you even get the internship at iHeartRadio? Radio? Because I'd be trying to apply to all types of radio stations and stuff to get an internship, but I never get a call back.
1: Um I was gonna say I think honestly, I think I just applied. That's all you did? Yeah. I'm trying to think, was it something else?
0: Was it like an essay like Europe?
1: It, I think it kind of was. Um, you still get paid as an intern. So that was a cool part. It's not a lot. Um, but yeah, um, I think I had to write like a whole like little backstory and everything. So I'm sorry. I'm trying to like, remember because this was around 2018 or 19. Oh, no, actually earlier than that.
0: Uh, so you think maybe 2017, 2016?
1: Something like that. I want to say.
0: Dang, that is crazy, man. Yeah. I think that was the time I was in CPCC and I transitioned over on the Cabarrus, so it's like, dang, you and Evelyn got the cool internships, man. Evelyn was, like, I think, got an internship at the Charlotte Hornets, and I'm like, dang, oh my like, how do people really just get those cool internships? And I'm like, man, those are like, <laughs> the two main places I am trying to seek out for is the Charlotte Hornets and the dang um like I Heart Radio for sure i think mm-hmm. one of my teachers actually trying to hook me up with like a position on iHeartRadio but then i have like the whole Europe thing going so i, I might consider it maybe next year for sure I want yeah to podcast things finished wrapped around so it's like yeah i I'm like, might I'm like consider you know put put a little notch under my belt like maybe if they want to push me to Sony or something that'd be cool
1: right and so yeah i mean it's really like flexible um they, they have just you know events like in the evening you can put your name down for certain events they like have a calendar so it's a really flexible thing to do um and you don't have to do that many you can do as many as you want um just as long as you're there if they need somebody to show up for one you're good so yeah I would say definitely keep trying I'll try to see if I can hook you up in there I don't know who I know who's still in there but I'll try
0: okay cool I'll just get my English teacher and you (laughs) You vouch for me it's like oh wow you got two people that's more than one okay we might we gotta get them on now oh but it's just yeah but yeah it's just it's just gonna be a step by step do they search for interns for season and everything or do they just make a certain time
1: um usually uh seasonally uh I believe they do or I think they do it like just year round um because they constantly need people because they're having events and you know things going on year round there's concerts so um yeah, I think you uh can do it year round. Um they just need the help for promoting the radio and everything in the uh event. So
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to tap in for sure. Yeah. I know seriously, it's just like what so it's like your daily responsibilities with like Europe, like uh, I mean not Europe, a uh, iHeart radio. It mm-hmm. was I know you say you had to help in the office. Like what type of help? You just get people like some staplers, get people coffee or something like that?
1: Oh no. Uh- um <laughs> <laughs> no actually when I was there um when I was in office I did a lot of like uh digital like I did their um like I'll set up like competitions on their website like so I had to like fully set up a website page for them um a lot of it in-house was just uh like answering or making calls to the radio winners like people who won like stuff over the radio oh uh... yeah and just letting them know the address where to come and tell them that they won. So
0: that's um, really cool. They'd be screaming on the on the phone. You be telling them know that they won. Like, oh my
1: gosh, oh my gosh, I won.
0: Like, that's I, the funniest
1: I, part. You would expect that, but really it was just like oh okay, I won that. Okay cool. So where do I'm, I go get it? And I'm just like oh okay, y'all aren't as excited as I am, but okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, I I'd I I'd go crazy and everything cuz it's just like I don't know winning something like for like over the radio stuff. You don't really expect it cuz you've been thinking like so many people are in it so like how would I win?
1: Right. Exactly. And sometimes it was really cool stuff. Like especially if you submitted yourself you wanted to win this so you know congratulations.
0: Oh yeah, no seriously. That's so cool. Like so it's like um in regards to artists that you've met and everything during this uh, interview. Have you ever met any artists and stuff when you were working for iHeart Radio?
1: Um i'm trying to think i don't believe so or if i did it were it was more of um upcoming artists so they also have like a studio room in there where they have like artists come in and they'll play music for us and we just try to listen to them and check it out um while i was there it was a um, couple of country artists uh that were coming in so they would bring us in let us listen to them um And then, of course, if they had an event, we would go help them at that event.
0: Okay, okay. So, it's, like, basically, like, just, just, like, just, so, you only mostly brush shoulders with the country stars and everything, but not so much on the hip-hop side of things?
1: Yeah, like, bigger artists. I mean, I feel like they have, like, different artists coming in, Um, but I think a lot of the radio stations that are popular with iHeart are the, uh, excuse me, are the country stations. Uh So... That's, I think, a lot of the artists they try to pull in. Or maybe it was when I was there. It might have changed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was really cool to see that. I, I'm i trying to think. Like, I really didn't meet anybody. It was just really cool to see, like, Blink-182 and Lil Wayne. I will say that. That was just, like, really cool.
0: Yeah, I know you like, mentioned that you've seen Lil Wayne. So, it's like, was that the only, like, so you just see him in person at the concert. But that's just, it. I, I actually met them.
1: Right. Like, I, I feel like, um our bosses probably had, like, they got the chance to, but we're just, like, interns, so we were basically uh, shooting footage and posting it to, like, their Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and that was my job when we were on the field, that's what we did, so it was mainly just promotion everywhere, anything you could get, get people in pictures, so... That is so cool.
0: That is that is so cool. And then you get to just design the website, taking pictures of the events, and just being at the event. I bet it was like a ball all the time. You were just working for iHeart, like, radio. I bet every day was just lit, wasn't it? Uh,
1: yeah, sure. Sometimes. It depends on the event. That was still fun. But sometimes we had to do, uh, the events were, like, promoting uh, our radio station in front of, like, uh, Boost Mobile. Mm. or in front of a gas station or in front of mostly it was like car sales lots like so you ever see like a car lot
0: yeah like um, a used car lot
1: yeah or um yeah like that and they'll just have like entertainment out front or like they're cooking or uh, grilling or something we oh, would be like the radio station out front like promoting
0: that's that still doesn't sound like anything bad like they got some food it's not, or something.
1: It's not too bad but it's just like it got kind of boring because you're not really doing any much. You're just pretty much standing there sometimes. So,
0: But you're getting but, paid to stand there.
1: Yeah. And, then you know, you got to set up the tent and everything. That tent is not a joke. That is a lot of work.
0: But you ain't got and to sell nothing. I, you ain't got to do nothing. You're just promoting stuff, and that's it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's all you're doing. We just have, like, a table in front of us with promotions of stuff. Maybe, like, candy or something. Just stuff growing up on the table. Ooh. Little giveaways.
0: Uh, you have to wear a uniform?
1: Yeah, we had to wear um it was a certain shirt. And then we got shirts for each station. So we had to make sure we had the right shirt on for each station when we went to the event.
0: Well, other than the shirt, that was just pretty much it.
1: Um, yeah, I feel like that was pretty much what you did. I mean, um, yeah, I mean it wasn't like you said, it's not too bad. It was actually really fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would definitely work for iHeartRadio or The Hornets, one or the other. I don't care. Yeah, it just, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like, oh, I just be hearing those stories, but y'all yeah, work at these cool internships. I'll be like, dang. I was so close to working for Universal Music Group at one point, but they just still didn't pick me. I don't know why.
1: Oh, no. See? And in some places, like, I will have people that I know who work there,
0: and I've tried, and I can't get in, so... Yeah, it's like it's just nothing. It's just crazy because like uh, for the whole you know because it was like for like at school they they got the whole third good Marshall thing. Uh, my mentor hooked me up with for us to hop on, and it mm-hmm. just they had to break us and break up rooms and everything. And then I said, you know, because we had to deal with like a lot of hypothetical situations, like for A and R type problems. You know, like it's just like mm-hmm. if an artist acted out, an artist did this, like what we're we gonna do to like you know. uh have to like counter the negativity with that and then like i would just like you know like ask to vote for everybody you know write down everything i would just be like the main on team lead based type stuff and it was just like like you know i feel like i don't know i feel like maybe because i was wearing like a like a wooly hat and everything but it was like you know it's just it's just for some other personal reason everything mm-hmm. so i don't i wasn't really all the way dressed up but it's like i was definitely professional so it's just right. like uh, But it was just, just, I don't know. I felt so bad because I felt like it's just like, you know, I felt like I I was working out. I was really stepping out of my comfort zone. They still, like, look at the corner and be like, nah, we can't hire this dude. I'm like, man. I don't like that. That would have been a good internship, man. I wish I would have worked for Universal Music Group. That would have been amazing.
1: Keep trying, man.
0: Not in God's plan, though. Um, But anyway, in regards to DJing and everything, I know I understand you pretty much Uh, When it comes to DJing, you're more focused on Chopped and Screwed. Uh, What led you into the track of doing Chopped and Screwed? Because I I know the history of hip hop and everything. Chopped and Screwed is more like a Texas thing, right? Like a Houston type thing? Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's funny that you said that. Um, (laughs) So um, what got me into it, I just love the music itself. Um, Especially, I think at the time, uh, Chopped and Screwed was kind of coming back out when I started and so I would just be listening to other people make it and I would just say like what if it was with this song I would try to find like random songs to chop and screw so um but really it started out as just like a hobby it was just something I did for fun in my room um and I didn't even know that I was doing it for (laughs) a purpose I was just like oh I'm having fun with this but um yeah I to get into it um, I had to learn a lot at first because I really didn't know much about it. It was just that I liked it. And then um, once I got into it, like I said, it's funny that you said Houston, Texas, because that's where uh, the friend of mine was from. And that's oh, how I met her. Yeah. and So that's why like my event, um, the boiler room event that I did this past year, it was in Texas. It was based out of Houston, Texas.
0: Oh, okay. So you had to... Oh, I gotta let my dog out. So you basically, they had to fly out to Houston, Texas for an event called the Boiler Room event. Is that what it called?
1: Yes. Yeah, so actually, I've been to Houston a couple times. Um, but yeah, I had to fly out to Houston for a Boiler Room. Boiler Room is another um, international site. It's based for uh, DJs, like live DJs. They do a lot of live events um, and artists, too. Uh, But yes, fully international. Um, That was their first time coming to a different place in the United States. Like they had been to New York and, you know, Florida or maybe just L.A., but they hadn't ventured out into other places in uh, the U.S. So they wanted to do Texas, but they didn't know what to do with Texas. And they found my friend and her her music and was like, yeah, we want to do this.
0: Wow, that is so crazy. Yeah. And it's just like, so it's like, um, so like Houston, Texas, is like the mecca of, of chopped and screwed type stuff. Like that's where it was started. Where
1: I was will the- say, yes. Um, when I went there, it was so prevalent and I could like, you know how you can go into like a little side music store um, mm-hmm. or something and they just have like chopped and screwed CDs everywhere and um, full vinyls and tapes. It was just cool to see
0: that is so cool so they were like basically chopping screwing like vinyl takes basically
1: just anything you can chop and screw anything and that's what i love about it uh it does not matter what the song is that is
0: all right so what would be considered good quality chopped and screw because i just be kind of dipping out and just kind of listen to it from time to time like i feel like there's certain songs that can be chopped and screwed uh, and i mess with it and then there'll be the other song I'd be like i'm not too sure about that uh, like, what well, what are some songs that are just like, yeah, like this chopped and screwed, like yeah, okay, this works. Like, like what what are the what are some qualities that are of a good, well produced chopped and screwed uh, remix of a song?
1: Yeah, so um, what I would say is that like for help with finding one, you got for me, I listen to uh the production more than I listen to uh the words. Mm. So if I hear a song and I hear like the beat of a song or the rhythm of it, that's what I'm basing my Chopped and Screwed off of. The lyrics, of course, are going to be, like, a huge point. But I, like, deal with that afterwards, if that makes sense.
0: Okay, and what would, what would be the criteria of a song that needs to be chopped to screw? Like, you just send a song, like, wow, this needs to be chopped to screw. What are you, what are you looking for qualities in the song? Wow.
1: Um, Usually, I mean, for me, when I started out, I would say, like, I would stick with the same type of producers because they're I already know that their music is going to be good, chopped and screwed. Or like I would stay with the same artists. Um, like one of my favorite producers, of course, is like uh Pharrell. Mm. Any song by Pharrell can be chopped and screwed. His production is one of my favorites, is one of the best in my opinion. Um and Literally, you can just take a song of his and just slow it down to any tempo and it'll work. Oh, okay. And so, to so s- me, that feels like easy songs.
0: <laughs> okay, so, like, would you say, like, a good um a good song to chop and screw is just one that's just very well produced? Like, it has, like, it's very clear, like, it has a whole mm-hmm. lot of instruments, like, basically, or like, there's so many layers to it? Yes,
1: yeah, so, um, I will say this, like, uh, there's a rapper, her name is Baby Mother, mm. and, um, interesting i yeah (laughs) it's because she has four kids so yeah so uh but she's just cool too um and i love her music and once i got like just in tune with her music um and she uses different producers she doesn't always use the same producer so and she'll use crazy beats to rap over so it's, it's hard sometimes but i always make it work with her i actually work with her personally um she called me her personal chop and screwer, so that's the cool part. Uh but yeah, yeah, we it took some time because it's been years of me just like her music. I would randomly pick it and just pick a song and just chop and screw it. And then she saw it finally and, and she supported it. But um yeah, like I even found I would say production is just a huge part of it for me. Um and I was able to find like another producer through her music and now we're cool. So that was the cool part because she was like, I like how you were able to break down the beat to how you, and she was like, the fact that you actually listened to it. So it's really cool to just like, to be able to support the artists themselves, but then also support the person who basically made the song.
0: Okay, that's crazy. So it's like, so like this baby mother figure, she, she's very well known across the states are just more like a cult, cult following like MF Doom or, uh, like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Is she, like, a cult-following type artist? So yeah. It's like, uh, she's, okay, so she's more cult-following.
1: By- I would say that. And then she's international, too, so that's the cool part. Like, they love her overseas. So, and, but, yeah, it's definitely, like, a, a cult-following, I would say. She's built her own fan base over the years. So, it's been really cool to watch and to see it grow. Because when yeah. I first started listening to her, it was big. Like, she kind of, she had a big fan base but it wasn't as big as how it is now so it was really cool to kind of see her over the years just grow as an artist
0: wow that's that's crazy that's yeah. real real crazy that she'd be selling out like coliseums or just little like you know just little vendors here and there
1: yeah so she just did a tour um this past year mm. and she did mostly like clubs and like venues uh she did smaller ones this year or this past year um and they were all sold out every single show was sold out uh to the point where she's like okay now i'm realizing i might have to do bigger spaces so that
0: everybody can come <laughs> so wow, that is so crazy that is, that's that's yeah. amazing that you work with somebody so high profile does she got an instagram by any chance yeah
1: i do um my instagram is feature your girl underscore so that's f-e-a-t Y A
0: so F E A T Y A. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. G I R L and there's an underscore at the end.
0: Oh. Okay. Cool. 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 All right, I see. I see. I'm gonna say it's also
1: attached because I know you follow me. It's attached to my uh my yeah, yeah personal. Yeah, your, your personal mm-hmm.
0: one. Yeah, we all know. We're <laughs> <You're> waiting <laughs> on that paternity test though. Right. <laughs> but anyway, um, but I I was also talking about um, uh, baby mother's Instagram too. Oh okay. Is it gonna be just baby mother? I don't know what would pop up. Like is yeah,
1: this... it's uh no, it's B B Y.
0: Okay. And uh, then B-B-Y.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: M-U-T-H-A.
1: M-U? Yeah, M U T
0: H. Oh baby. So mother.
1: mother. Yeah.
0: Oh, she's verified. Oh, she has cherry on her um thing. Oh, she has an orange afro with a <laughs> gang bag
1: yeah she's oh, a very wild
0: artist that is crazy she's in her own lane. oh wow. and then on
1: top of that the person I met through her um it was actually she like she puts people on that's the other cool part um a friend of mine her name is Paris Aiden uh I know I think I mentioned her when I did my motivation presentation mm-hmm. um but yeah uh she was only like 16 when she started doing this right now she's like 23. But 16, and she was making beats for Baby Mother. And that's how I connected with Paris is because I would chop and screw the songs and I didn't even notice it was Paris's beats. So it was really cool to connect with her. And now, like I I know, I think I said, um, she just did the cover for um, her loss for Drake. The picture, that's her picture that she took.
0: Wow. That is so crazy. Oh, wait, Drake. Oh my gosh. Wait, so you t- she took a picture with Drake or?
1: No. So the, um, the album cover, she took that picture of the girl.
0: Oh, wait, did the baby mother take the picture or uh, your friend? Took no, her?
1: my friend Paris Aiden. Yeah. My friend Paris Aiden took the picture.
0: Oh, okay. Did she put it on her our Instagram?
1: Yeah. She, yeah, she's a huge DJ in um Houston too and internationally. And what's her IG? Her name is Paris Aiden. So Paris and then A-D-E-N.
0: Oh, wow. You're so, yeah, she, heavy hitters. Yeah, so it's took, just random. <laughs> so she took the picture of the girl that was doing the whole, uh her, her Lost album cover?
1: Yeah, she was at a party and um, Sookie was there. And she just thought Sookie was pretty and was like, can I take a picture of you? And took a picture of her. Does and Drake then, pay her for that? Yes, he has. Um, Because <laughs> uh, that picture was taken like a couple years ago, and I guess Drake saw him and was like, I want that picture as my cover. And so they randomly hit her up and she was like, oh, uh, yeah, Drake can use my picture. <laughs> that is
0: so crazy. That is right. wild.
1: <laughs> it was wild. When she called me, I was in shock. I didn't know what she was talking about at first.
0: And the next thing you know, it's just all over the world and I was like, like the whole song with like Drake and Drake, uh uh twenty one, can you do something for me? It right. just automatically becomes like a meme and everything. So And then
1: the cover was so like controversial for some reason.
0: Yeah, because all of Drake's covers after um um Certified Lover Boy was just getting mm-hmm. weirder and weirder. So Exactly.
1: Just- and everybody was like, What is this? Who is she? What does this mean?
0: <laughs> it's just like, yeah, her loss. We have no clue whose loss it is specifically, but he just liked the picture. So I was like, Did she take yeah, a picture yeah. of the back cover of it? I ain't seen the back cover of her loss yet.
1: No, no, no. It was just that front picture.
0: Okay. Well, mm-hmm. well, good to know that Drake likes what he likes. I did not mm-hmm. know I was like, getting in contact with so many celebrities through you. That is so weird. I wonder if I can get them on the podcast next season. That'd be weird. But your friend I mean, is still I mean, in yeah. Houston, right?
1: uh yeah um Paris Aiden she's in Houston um I talk to her a lot um so yeah I mean I can ask her she she is a little crazy so she is who she is I'll say that
0: but I can ask her (laughs) I don't know about crazy maybe she's like self-explanatory I mean self-expressive very expressive who knows yes
1: yes very much so
0: ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing (laughs) Houston is popping for real though because I know it's just like It's just like when you think about Houston and all the people it's influenced and everything. I know, it especially influenced like uh, ASAP Rocky and the whole uh, um, uh, ASAP Mob situation to a certain degree. I know they had their little Harlem in New York roots and everything, but I know Houston kind of like gave like that kind of like that sound because it was like I feel like a lot of other underground Houston because you know the chopped and screwed and the deep voices. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like, but you can think
1: about it in some way. Like I mean, Megan Thee Stallion, she's from Houston. Yeah. So, you know, it's a bunch of artists that are from Houston that are just really good.
0: Yeah, and they're starting to pop a whole lot more now, so mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know, it's just, I feel like Houston's popping a, a whole lot, like, it's, I wish Charlotte could be on that same wave, where it's like, we got our own thing going, but it's just like, we just let, let stuff fizzle out, and then when our artists get into hot water, we just go against them and everything, like the baby, and everything. What, what's, your, yeah. what's, your, what's your stance on the baby, and all the country you've been getting into?
1: You know, um, I step back from that um I don't I don't listen to him or anything not like I did in the first place really so it wasn't that big of a deal for me but um yeah I kind of stay out of that I don't I don't even know what's really going on with him so <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just, like, I just just want, like, all people in Charlotte, like, artist-wise to just be supported and stuff of that nature, and it's just, like, you know, with the baby, I feel like at least he has a cool fan base to support him.
1: Yeah, that's the good part, like, he still has that, despite of everything, so that's really cool.
0: Even you know, though people like kind of cancel him a little bit and say like, oh, he didn't sell out like his uh, p- his uh, tickets and everything at this stage, but I don't know. I support him. I I I hope that he gets back out of this slump and everything. You know, I know like maybe he might get in a concert here, in a fight here, into an issue with the, his baby mama there. But yeah, it's like calm. Um...
1: But there's so many Charlotte artists I feel that deserve a light and they don't have it, and um, that's where like my other friends coming in um. He's trying to create a space for artists in Charlotte, and to, so that they can get their shine. And so oh, really? He, yeah, he's involved me in it. Um, we've had two shows already, um, and the artists—they were very much, you know, they have a couple songs, and they just want to come up there and, you know, sing their three songs or rap their three songs, and that's what we're doing for them. We give them that space to be able to
0: do that. That is crazy. And what's his? Uh, what, what's his IG?
1: Um, let's see, because I kind of forgot his. I know he made one for the event. That one's called "Almost Never Counts."
0: That's almost. It's called. It's called "That's Almost Never Counts,"
1: or just "Almost Never Counts."
0: <laughs> okay, hey, can I search it up on Instagram, or it's just like almost?
1: Yeah, almost never counts, and then it's it'll come up. It'll say like "Almost Never Counts" presents.
0: Oh wow! Okay, I see it. Dang, that's that's crazy. And this is the oh. guy that runs it. I know that it's like, like, you yeah. Know,
1: uh, um, this is the guy. He's a friend. His name's
0: Good God Dom or something.
1: No, um, that's one of my other friends that rap, uh, who was actually at our first event. Um, this guy is Tico.
0: Tico, Tico, mm-hmm. Tico, or
1: Auto Braz. I'm sorry. Otto okay, Auto
0: Braz. Braz. I think I follow yeah. him already.
1: His music is really good. Uh, okay. it sure. gives like, I don't even want to put him in, like, a space. You just have to listen to it. It's very, um, I would say, like, I don't know. It touches you. He's singing from his, or not singing, I'm sorry. He's rapping from his heart. So I think it's really great. And the beats are great.
0: Okay, I'll just check in with him. Maybe I might want to get another interview. Because it's just crazy. I was like, there's more and more people to interview and stuff. And now I only got, like, four more episodes to do after you. Which is crazy I even made it this far. Because, like, now I'm in a oh day. want I be able to get enough interviews? And I was like, oh, wow. I got yeah. a whole lot of interviews and I was like, and I'm glad I
1: found know. this with you. And I'm glad that you're doing this. Cause like now I'm thinking like, of course, um, auto he would love to have you either, or I would definitely throw it out for him, you know, to have you at an event. Um, even if you want to do podcasts, even if you want to showcase your music, however, mm-hmm. we're looking for new people. We're going to have another event. So, and these are going to keep rolling. So I would definitely be in contact
0: with you. Okay. I want y'all having your next event.
1: We haven't decided yet. I feel like my birthday is kind of gonna be one, but uh, I don't. I'm not gonna do like any artist at mine. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and when is your Cap- birthday coming up? January 18th. Capricorn. Oh yeah,
0: you're a Capricorn. I forgot. Yes. <laughs> yes. I even said that in the in the Europe uh, chat and everything. Oh, yes. a Cap- <laughs>
1: Capricorn.
0: black force energy. Yeah, how do you feel when people say oh Capricorn's got that black force energy?
1: I don't even know what that means. You're the first person that said that to me.
0: Okay, well, let's say Black Force energy so, you know, people got Black Force. So we'd be wearing Black Force once and everything. They usually be beating people up a whole lot. <laughs> so, like, maybe y'all are just kind of like aggressive. Y'all are just kind of like, y'all don't let nobody play about y'all. Like, I don't know. I think
1: that's it. I think that's it. We we'll don't let nobody play about us. I think that's it. That's how I feel. Damn. That's the only reason I put my Black Forces on.
0: Oh, so you have Black Force?
1: I do not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: I'm about to say that'd be a crazy coincidence, but then it wouldn't be too out of typical.
1: You yeah, know, for, you know, I'm not against them.
0: I understand where where it's coming from. And I know because I, no, cause I was like I know I met a couple of Capricorn. Even my uncle's a Capricorn, but it's like when I think about Aquarius, I'm an Aquarius. Like okay, we're humanitarian, or highly intellectual, or eccentric, mm-hmm. kind of weird, but we're very very detached. So like, what is what is like Capricorn's thing if you could like describe it in your own words?
1: Ooh, um, I would say, like for me, um, money is very a big part Mm. um and not even just like making money keeping your money budgeting your money everything make sure you know what you're going to spend your money on um
0: so y'all financially conscious but
1: yes i would definitely say that uh try to be
0: oh okay what are some other things
1: uh like very achievable like i it's either i'm gonna be ceo or i'm not at all
0: so I could yeah, I could definitely see that because it's like literally even like without the C P C C thing, like, you really managed to get like internships on our radio and then right. you got uh, your whole chopped and screwed thing going on and everything. So I know it's like Capricorns are very, very ambitious. Like naturally, I mm-hmm. don't know what's the deal. Uh what are some other things besides that? Cause I know that's damn true. Um
1: I'm trying to think of like something else. Um I feel like we're really nice. Like we're really uh like we we're good listeners. I would say that, uh, especially for myself. I know I try to listen, take in everything someone says. Um, uh, So, yeah, I feel like they can be attentive too.
0: I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of hit and miss for for me. I don't know. I beef beef with a couple Capricorns in my past, so it's just like Right. (laughs) what i do like i'm an aquarium i'll be trying to chill or whatever and then it's like everybody has an issue with me and then they want to hop onto it and everything i would
1: say capricorns mainly are aren't chill i would say i'm one that is like there's very few that are but most of them are like no i'm not chill i have to be doing something like Mm -hmm. why are we not doing something okay i mean that's cool that's cool
0: and everything i know there's probably good aquarius out there i, I know i'm a good aquarius so i don't be trying to hurt nobody yeah it's I was like, gonna I know
1: say, the... all the Aquarius i know are really cool
0: yeah like the, yeah. I, I know I met uh, aquarius here and there that was like you know kind of like head-ass because like we're all trying to save the world but saving the world like
1: yeah.
0: being completely yeah. different things to each of us you know sometimes you know So i'm yeah.
1: gonna say cool. no trust me I've, I've met a a capricorn i'm just like yeah no i can't I can't deal with you it made me feel like like am I like this and I was like no I'm not like yeah
0: I I feel like personality and upbringing also plays a bit of something into it to a certain huge part huge huge part into it but we've been talking about a whole lot of matters and everything uh, uh, and stuff but we're getting pretty close to the hour mark I just want to ask you before we go off what are some uh, final words you want to let the audience know before we go off
1: um, uh, honestly, what I really want everybody to know is just like, don't stop with what you want to do. Um, I've spoke about how long it's been with me working on everything. Just know that that's, even if it's, you have, don't have the patience for it. Even if it feels like it's taking too long, just know that you can keep going. Don't ever stop. I really believe don't ever stop going towards something that you really love. Keep pushing.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I could definitely... See that for sure, man. Like you, you really got to keep pushing. Consistency, um, is really like the key to like really trying to achieve anything in life. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like progressive uh, progress does prevail, um, over time, which is like what the triple P means in my mixtape. You know, ego trip. The three P's, is like progressive progress rails mm-hmm. um, But it's like yeah, just, just stuff of that nature. It's just like you should just things like that should definitely fuel fuel you to achieve whatever. Like you know, you got to see it in your mind's eye. Um, everything that you envision and really just try to take the steps to realize that and I just feel like anything can be achieved through God and through the determination and uh, consistency to really uh, make that work for you you know everybody's path is different but you can pretty much steer w- what direction your path goes uh, as long as you're dedicated uh, to uh, something more positive and uh, uplifting And just, you know, just generally just as long as you just just got your eye on the ball, you shouldn't have to worry about anything, although there might be some things that might throw a monkey wrench here and there. But stay focused. Stay focused.
1: Of course. Life gonna throw a couple hands at you
0: here and there.
1: You got to expect that. But, you know, that shouldn't deter you. You should just see it as like a stepping stone. Like, okay, that happened, but I got to move forward
0: definitely couldn't have said it better for real all right but that's it for the mental thoughts podcast we are sewing in and now we are sewing out all right take care